BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, as spring unfolds, the warmer breezes, guess what? It is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard, and I have found a game changer for your home oasis. It's the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool that you'll love. This is not just relaxation. It is a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program as we come to you from Dallas, Texas today, the site of where CPAC has taken place. Uh, we used to go every year. We missed last year, so I wasn't going to miss this year. Anyway, so we'll be uh, speaking and addressing the crowd a little bit later on today and looking forward to that. We'll be doing Hannity right here from uh, Dallas tonight. I hope you'll join us also. All right, so we've had all these stories about gender identity, age appropriateness, what do you teach kids, et cetera, in, in school districts. Um. Chris Rufo works for the Manhattan Institute, and he was able to obtain, and then we actually went and checked it out. First, I didn't even believe it when I heard about it, and I'm like, no way this could be true. But he obtains these documents revealing that the San Diego public schools are doubling down on this far-left gender theory, and by, and this is for kids through from first through 12th grade. So you don't know who's going to be taught what, when, and where, and when we reached out to them for comment, they wouldn't get back to us. When Chris Rufo reached out to them, they wouldn't get back to him. Now, in the materials that have been distributed by this district in San Diego, they have, for example, you know, it's, it's titled Facilitator Training Workshops for LBGTQ Youth and Allies. And they make claims, for example, that male and female are just a social construct and that it, quote, excludes and oppresses trans, non-binary, intersex, 
and gender nonconforming people. And I never thought I'd say I, 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 we would have Congress uh, people, elected officials asking, uh, how do you define a woman? Or asking, can a man have a, a, a child? But these are the questions we're now asking. Now it's a whole new level. Because it's not enough that you have these adults talking about this insanity. You know, there are these other creatures in children's lives. I, I know it's outdated in, in my thinking, but they're called mothers and fathers that probably, in all likelihood, have values that they would like to instill in their children. And I'm betting that a lot of those, quote, parents that they don't want involved in anything education-wise, or you might be investigated as a domestic terrorist, um, they probably would take issues with this curriculum. For example, then they, they put out potential questions that students may ask. Uh, is it okay to masturbate? What does semen taste like? How do gay people have sex? Now, you might think I'm making all this up. I am not. Anyway, Chris Rufo with the Manhattan Institute is with us. Uh, am I, have I gotten that pretty much right? You've gotten it exactly right, and it's completely shocking, and it's even more shocking that they would circulate these documents openly on their website. But what it all comes down to, Sean, is that they're taking the principles of radical gender theory from university classrooms. Uh, these are ideas that were already circulating in the Ivy Leagues 10, 20, 30 years ago, but now they're getting serious, and they're trying to inject it into the K-12 school system. And the, the goal is pretty simple. They're trying to get these ideas when kids are most impressionable. They're trying to promote synthetic sexual identities uh, like non-binary, pansexual, genderqueer, to get kids bought into this ideology and then turn them into left-wing gender and, and, in the case of San Diego, also critical race theory activists. And that's the program. And you see these folks that are just taking it down to the level of even early elementary school. And I think the problem is that most parents just have no idea that this is happening. These districts are trying to conceal it uh, in many cases, uh, and it has to be exposed, it has to be discussed, and ultimately parents have to decide what's best for their kids. As I said, I never really thought I'd be asking questions or, or watching a congressional hearing and having questions such as, um, how would you define a woman? And is it possible, do you believe that men can have babies? But those are recent questions. You know, it takes on a whole other meaning when we're talking about children, impressionable children, a captive audience, if you will, in a classroom. Now, we can start with the fundamentals. We spend more per capita on education per student than any other country in the industrialized world with the worst results. And consider this old-fashioned, if you might, but, you know, I'm just a firm believer in the fundamentals in life. And, for example, you want to be a good basketball player, you, you got to learn how to dribble. you got to be able to go right. you got to be able to go left. you got to be able to, you know, hit your layups first. Then you got to be able to hit your short jumpers. And then you might want to go for the three-pointers or the top of the key or whatever it happens to be. So I would prefer that we get our kids proficient in reading, writing, math, science, computers, etc., so that when they get out of school one day, that they're actually able to compete in a world marketplace. And But I, but I am open-minded, Chris. Now, I would understand. There might be parents that are uncomfortable talking about issues involving sexuality with their children. 
There probably are parents out there. there. Me, I have no problem. I just lay it all out on the line, and I don't care, and I explain my value system, and then ultimately kids become adults and they make their own choices in life. But I give them, you know, straight talk, no hesitation, no fear at all whatsoever. But there are parents that might be uncomfortable with that. Now, after they learn to read, write, do math, science, computers during the regular school day, if these schools feel that this is that important, they can put out a curriculum, give it to parents, the parents can examine the curriculum, and then they can opt in to any after-school program that teaches all of this stuff, some of this stuff, um, whatever they want to teach them. But as long as the parents are aware and the children are want to go to the class after, cl- after school, let them do it then. What's wrong with that idea? Uh, there's nothing wrong with that idea. In fact, that's exactly how it should happen. It should be opt-in. It should be totally transparent. And it should ultimately empower parents to have the information and decision-making capacity for their kids. Uh, but unfortunately, in California, it's actually exactly the opposite. Uh, these are state-mandated uh, sexual education courses. Uh, parents don't get a lot of options and freedom. They're, they're by default opted into this system. And then in San Diego, as in many other school districts, including Los Angeles, which is the second largest district in the country, teachers are now told by official district policy that they can facilitate the gender and sexual transition of their students so they can talk to students about being transgender or other other identities, facilitate that process, and that they have to keep it secret from parents. It's called, they call it confidentiality, but it's a very strange. Well, hang on a second. So you're saying that if a, if a 11 year old kid wants to be sexually active, that they can go to the what school nurse, school doctor, whoever happens to be there and say, I'm going to be sexually active, but I don't want to tell my parents, can you help me obtain birth control? And they can circumvent the parents wishes and just give the kid whatever the kid is asking for. That's right. It starts uh, the kind of total system of uh, starts at 12 years old in California. But I'm saying something actually even, I think, more concerning in some ways. Uh, a teacher can give a ch- can help uh, facilitate a child's uh, gender transition. So giving the child a new set of pronouns, giving the child a masculine name if, if the child is going from female to male or or vice versa. So you can have a kid that has different pronouns, a different name, wears different clothes at school. This transition is supported, affirmed, and facilitated, but then kept totally secret from parents so that the child, in effect, by official policy in a district like San Diego Unified, um, can be living a completely separate sexual identity at school without parents having any idea it's happening. I, I think this is completely where, insane. Where is, this, where is this happening? I, don't, I didn't see this in any of the materials about San Diego. Do you know places where that's happening? This is happening now in most of the big city school districts. So in Los Angeles, in uh, Portland, Oregon, in San Diego, California, uh, and others, uh, they're, they're releasing official policy passed by the school board. You can Google this stuff. Look for transgender confidentiality or gender identity confidentiality. And for any parent that's listening and thinking, well, maybe I'm safe because I'm in a red state or I'm in a suburban district, um, you probably would be surprised, and I'd encourage you to actually go and look up your school's policy, because they have nice words like, well, confidentiality sounds good, 
But the problem is that it's confidentiality between the adult school administrator and the minor child to keep the, the to keep it confidential from that child's parents. And so you have to be uh, very careful, very aware. You have to watch this stuff like a hawk. And I think parents, if they really truly understood that this is the system in which uh, many, many kids are living, uh, would, would, would really just revolt against it because it's such a basic But remember, if those parents show up at a school, if they show up, Chris, at a school board meeting, you know what's going to happen to the parents. The parents are going to be investigated. If they got a little loud, uh, they might be investigated as domestic terrorists. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's right, and I, I think that is uh, specifically designed to protect this ideology. The Biden administration is all in on critical race theory, all in on radical gender theory, uh, and they're trying to intimidate those parents who are questioning these ideologies and saying, hey, this is not what I want in my school district. This is not what I want for my child. And so you see the entire system from the educational bureaucracies to the federal bureaucracies, uh, all the way through to the teacher training programs. They've really gone all in on these ideologies, and it's going to be up to parents to take that uh, uh, firm stance, to take that action, uh, to go to those school board meetings, uh, and, and really to take the risk, unfortunately, of getting in trouble because these kids are worth fighting for, and if we let these ideas take over these institutions, um, it's going to hurt so many people and so many kids. All right, quick break, right back. More with Chris Rufo of the Manhattan Institute on the other side. As we continue at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to law enforcement people in particular. If you are working in a state that doesn't support law enforcement, wait until you hear what Florida is going to offer you. All right, we continue. Chris Rufo, he's with the Manhattan Institute. You know, things have changed dramatically, and I still have well, one of my kids graduated from college. One is a junior in college. And the worst thing that I had to deal with is they wanted to show in science class was Al Gore's Earth in the Balance. And I said, over my dead body. And the science, I remember that conversation like it was yesterday. Science teacher was not particularly pleased with my commentary uh, or uh, me saying, and my son better not get punished with a bad grade as a result. Um, because I'll go straight to the principal, straight, straight to the school board, and uh, that money you keep asking me for to donate every year, uh, that ain't coming. Um, so guess what? Nothing happened. But, I mean, th this to me is so invasive and so intrusive and crosses such a line. I would never in my life ever find it appropriate to ever discuss human sexuality issues with any child that is not my own kid. That is not my place to do it. It's not the school district's place to do it. Now, again, if you go back to my proposal, which is to focus on the fundamentals, reading, writing, math, science, computers, history, etc. If you go back to that and then you let parents see the curriculum, sign off on the curriculum, and it's an after class, I'm sorry, after school extracurricular, no pun intended, activity, and they can learn everything they want there, that's a whole different ballgame because then you have parental involvement. You know, these creatures, these parents people, they're not potted plants. They actually, those kids wouldn't exist without them. And to circumvent their values is just so grossly inappropriate and offensive to me. I, I, I agree, and I would say this. The context is important because... 
This is not by accident. It's by design. For a lot of these folks, and they write this in their academic work, they write this in the books that they've published over the years, parents, especially middle-class parents uh, with a faith background and religious uh, religious convictions. Oh, don't mention Jesus one. or God. If you mention them, forget it. You'll be thrown out of school. You're done. And, and But they want to uh, uh, eliminate that barrier. They think that the school, the bureaucrat, the teacher, the expert, the psychologist that is run by the state, according to this ideology, should replace the parents. Um, it's not that they have no respect for parents. Uh, they actually want to remove the parental role altogether oh. because they want to have that direct relationship with the child, not just in academics, not just in history, not just in kind of the, the, the ideas and philosophies, but down to their most intimate sexuality uh, and their most Listen, intimate I, ideas I'm gonna and I'm going to end it here because I'm out of time. If parents want to teach this stuff to their kids, it, it, I don't have a say in what they, values they want to instill in their kids. But don't force your values down my kid's throat and circumvent the values I'm teaching them at home. I won't, I won't intrude on your value system. You don't intrude on mine. Anyway, great research. Chris uh, Rufo with the Manhattan Institute. I, I still can't believe we're discussing this almost on a regular basis now. Appreciate you being with us. I hope parents are paying attention. Uh, by the way, when we come back, we have the Attorney General of Florida. If you work in law enforcement and you want money to work in a state that actually supports law enforcement, you're going to want to join us the next half hour. Continuing to build the foundation for conservative victory. Victory. Now, back to the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 till the uh, top of the hour. Thanks for being with us in Dallas today. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, some of the issues that Christopher Ray, or your FBI director, that never lifted a finger to clean up the mess, the abuse of power, the corruption, uh, as it relates to the deep state and, of course, the phony hoax, conspiracy theory, Trump-Russia collusion, nor did he get to the bottom of zero experience. Hunter he pretty much hasn't gotten to the bottom of anything, but uh, was asked today about our southern border. Now, remember, it was just a week and a half ago, your Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas was out there saying, our border is secure. Now, you would think your eyes were lying to you as you saw one migrant caravan after another. Uh, literally, we see people all over the, just crossing the border. Forget about, you know, uh, catch and release. It's catch, process, give them a free phone, give them preferential treatment, no COVID test, no vaccine mandate, and then give them free taxpayer transportation to the to the city of their choice, except for Washington, D.C., where apparently they don't want to drop many people off. Thankfully, the great uh, governor of this state of Texas, where it, we are today, it's actually a free state. I feel a little freer today. A lot, actually, a lot freer. Um, but anyway, so Christopher Ray said there's a wide array of criminal threats, drug trafficking, and we're losing 300 people a week. Uh, I felt like saying no shift, no kidding. You, seriously, you have to tell us that we're losing 300 people a week? Fentanyl is getting worse. The opioid crisis is getting worse. All of this comes right across our southern border. And, you know, he said, well, illegal immigrants crossing from 150 countries is a significant security issue. Wow. 
Just brilliant observations on his part. I got to tell you, here's what he said. The border presents significant uh, security issues. There's a wide array of criminal threats that we encounter uh, down at the border. Uh, we, you mentioned a little bit in some of your questions, the transnational criminal organizations that use diverse and complex methods to traffic drugs. Uh, that then cascades over into prison and street gangs uh, who distribute it. Oh, okay. So now we've figured out that we have a drug problem at our southern border. Um, wow, that's really amazing. When you think of all of the Border Patrol agents are now overwhelmed with record high numbers of illegal immigrants coming. So that leaves open the entire rest of the border that is now really being controlled by the cartels for their drug smuggling, for their human trafficking, and for their gang activity. And pretty much there's nobody that crosses that border without the permission of the drug cartels. They own that border. Mexico's not lifting a finger. We're not lifting a finger. They own it. They know it. And they're getting rich as hell off it. Um, anyway, the Florida Attorney General, Ashley Moody, has been very active on the issue surrounding security of our southern border. And one thing that uh, she and, and Governor DeSantis have created is a Be a Florida Hero program. And they're recognizing the value uh, and valuing the work of our heroes and what they do in law enforcement and recruiting and incentivizing officers to move to Florida. Let me just say this. I could not in good conscience any longer at this point in my life, seeing what I see in places like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, ever recommend to a young person, I don't know why young people sometimes want my advice, but when they ask my advice, I couldn't in good conscience say to become a cop or a law enforcement officer in any of those cities because I know, number one, they're not going to be given the resources to do their job, and if they do do their job, the odds are probably pretty much against them that they'll get in trouble for doing their job. It's insanity. Anyway, in Florida, they're offering a bonus of up to $5,000 for new law enforcement. By the way, you know what that means? Let New York City pay to train these cops and then go down to Florida with your training and you'll get a $5,000 bonus, $1,000 towards education for basic recruit training, uh, thousand up to a thousand dollars equivalency training costs for certified law enforcement officers that relocate to Florida. Up to twenty five grand for being a hometown hero, first time home buyers. I mean, they're offering so many incentives. In other words, they are law enforcement friendly in Florida. The Florida Attorney General uh, Ashley Moody joins us now. How are you, uh, Madam Attorney General? Great to have you. I'm great. Great to be with you. And thanks for pointing out how insane it is that top law enforcement officials are saying it's crazy it's a security threat drugs are flooding in everyone's in danger i mean those are top law enforcement for the federal government you'd think they would listen and do something about it well what are the i'm, I'm very serious when i say this now i come from a family of law enforcement uh, my mother was a corrections officer my dad was a family court probation guy um i have mo so many relatives distant and otherwise that were in the nypd the two people in my family, because all four of my grandparents came from Ireland, but the two offspring that made it to the FBI, they, they were deity in my family. You know, the fact that I became a talk show host put me in a very low category on the family rung. I'll tell you that. Um, but they were all law enforcement and, and they did it with pride and honor at a time when police were respected. 
I mean, did you see this kid the other day wailing on this New York police officer in the in the in the subway system? I'm watching the cop, and I'm and I do mixed martial arts. That cop is not fighting back because he knows he's on videotape and he's going to have to answer for any punch he throws. So he's trying to restrain this kid who's beating the hell out of him, and of course had been picked up on a gun charge, loaded gun charge, just weeks earlier, and then another robbery charge that he had weeks earlier and was set out because they have no bail laws in New York. Of course, and I think that gutted anyone who has common sense watching what was happening to a police officer. I share with you the astonishment of some of these executive leaders, including our president and governors and uh, state attorneys around the nation. I'm the wife of a law enforcement officer, not just a former federal prosecutor and judge. When I see the attacks on law enforcement, uh, it, it it pierces everything I know to be true about this great nation, that we stand strong for those that protect us in the military and law enforcement. But the border crisis is, is just one example of what's happening in our big cities and in these states like New York and in our cities like um, Los Angeles. You have an executive that someone trusted and voted for to, you know, protect them and uphold the rule of law. And then they just abdicate all responsibility. That's why I so appreciate working alongside Governor DeSantis, who says, you know, when this nonsense comes about, about defunding our police or not respecting our officers, he's like, how can we fund them more? How can we give them more money? How can we create incentives for them to come to Florida? I mean, he's even removed one of these fake prosecutors who said they wouldn't enforce the laws of the state of Florida. He's like, not up, not not up in Florida. You know, I, Governor DeSantis said, I have a constitutional duty to make sure as governor that our laws are faithfully executed. So Florida does support law enforcement. We will ensure that our laws are being enforced. And I think that sets us apart. And that's why so many law enforcement officers are moving here. And if you're in law enforcement and you're looking and you know you're not going to be supported by your community and by the courts in, in your city, your your the municipality in which you live in, the state you live in, whatever it is. You know, I, I know you probably don't read the New York Post, but as I was leaving for Texas today, uh, it has on the front cover 10 people, 945 days, 485 crimes, and most of the 10 are still out and free. They don't have any bail laws in New York. And, you know, for example, look what happened to a poor bodega worker, or if you're Jill Biden, Bogada worker, um, you know, th th this guy has no choice. Guy comes behind the counter. He's saying, I don't want any problems. I don't want any problems. He gets attacked by a guy, by the way, with a long rap sheet, and he gets pushed against the wall, shoved to the ground. He's Then he, the, the kid is getting more aggressive. He defends himself, and then he gets charged with second-degree murder. Now, because of the public outcry, they did... All right, more with Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody is with us. They started a new program. They're incentivizing law enforcement to move to Florida. Their website is beafloridahero.com uh, if you're in law enforcement. In New York, it's commonplace to see police officers just come under fire, under attack on a regular basis. They're dousing them with, with big, huge buckets of water. Uh, they're damaging the, the patrol cars they're in. They, they just do it with, you know, abandonment because they know nothing's going to happen. Um, Foxnews.com had an article talking about New York City crime, 
716 people, that's all, are behind 30% of the 2,400 shootings in 2021. Now, they're catching these people, and then they're releasing this, these people. There was one, imagine this. There's this one guy, he robs a bank, he gets caught. He gets out, no bail, robs another bank, he gets caught. By the way, he needs a new profession. He's not good at his job. Uh, third time, he got caught five separate times, released five separate times. What is, how do you rationalize that stupidity? You don't. It's insanity. And I, and I do believe that... Folks are waking up. You know, they used to think politics went on in this other world. And, you know, maybe there were Democrats versus Republicans. But at the end of the day, nobody is going to put citizens in jeopardy, right? I I do believe Mm -hmm. people are saying no longer can we trust that our criminal justice system is on autopilot. These folks that get themselves elected under the banner of I'm going to improve the system, I'm going to reform the system, that is not their goal. They want to abolish the system. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and there's so much happening around our country. Crimes happening in your own backyard. Listen to the story of Bob Brayton. Now, Bob was at home when an intruder physically forced his way inside. Now, luckily, Bob was able to grab his burner, and he used it to backpedal the man right outside and off of his property. Now, it's legal in all 50 states. No background checks required. They ship it right to your door. Go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you do that now, you get an exclusive 10% discount.